Previously on a guest in the house podcast, I'm just joking. There's not bad. That sounded very professional. <laughs> no, it was good, right? Look at that, man. Oh man, I was gonna have a clip of something rolling right there. Um, man, you are uh, listening to a guest in the house podcast. I am David Tromdig Shanks, one of your co-hosts, and I'm Mickey Hess, your other co-host. And on previous episode of uh, a guest in the house we were um having a discussion again regarding this or an updated discussion on this whole critical race theory or um as they say crt it's got an acronym now crt um crt is racist um so i left off i believe um Kind of going into the conversation of um, you know how this may affect um, the education system and what you know would be resolved either individually or collectively as parents, educators, and students, um, depending on where you're at. I want to do this because while um, we were breaking for two weeks, I. Um, looked up kind of a map of those 22 states that have introduced the bill hmm. um and the five I can picture this map already <laughs> might be a couple surprises here for you might be a couple surprises yeah, maybe so uh let's start in alphabetical order arizona hmm. introduced yep arkansas introduced idaho bill passed and signed into law iowa Bill passed, signed into law. Kentucky, bill introduced. Louisiana, bill introduced. Maine, bill introduced. Mm-hmm. Michigan, bill introduced. Missouri, bill introduced. New Hampshire, bill introduced. North Carolina, bill introduced. Ohio, bill introduced. Oklahoma, bill passed. Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, South Carolina, South Dakota, all introduced, Tennessee and Texas, passed, Utah introduced, West Virginia introduced, Wisconsin introduced. Okay. I would have expected um, Alabama there and maybe not- It's in process, actually. uh, They must must have missed this one. (laughs) And Florida, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Alabama's in process. I think Florida is passed. As of what's this June? This article is June seventeenth, so this okay. is pretty. Alabama's definitely introduced because that was one of the articles I pointed to in the last episode. Right now, there may be, and I don't know how that. Um, I don't know how that works. There may be some things going on yeah. on the local level that aren't and may not be happening on the state level. So, yeah. And even, you know, one school at a time, or principal price says, you know, I see this in the news. Yeah. Let's just avoid the trouble and not do it. Exactly. And, like, what exactly. the hell are people going to do in February? Right? February was about the only time where most teachers in public schools even began to broach the subject of race at all. I mean, mm. I don't know how in the world you teach anything about Martin Luther King Jr. without treading into this vague territory they're calling critical race theory, which, you know, again, seems to just mean 
any education about race and racism. That's what it seems to be um, devolving into. Yeah. Um, so I guess if we're looking at this from the um, bleak standpoint. Yeah. Let's say 22, you know, within... As we get closer to the midterms, I I would I'm assuming it will probably be more like twenty five to thirty. Yeah, I'll have this introduced, or it's, or or at least promised to be introduced. If you get me in, you know, if you get mm-hmm. me in power, I guarantee I will introduce this. Right, it's going to be a lot of that <laughs> going on. So let's say let's say we just yeah. stick with the twenty two that are that are on this map currently. Yeah, and well, five of those are already in, so that's seventeen more. Yeah. What I mean, you know, what what would you say that 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 says for the kind of future of um, education in in this country? Yeah, I mean, it's a real chilling effect, right? Um, you know, as I said on the last episode, even teachers whose states haven't enacted this rule or districts haven't enacted this rule, they're right. going to be scared. You know, you may have oh, yeah. some teachers in real strong unions who maybe even double down and do more in this direction than they were doing before. But I think those are going to be the outliers. You know, there's going to be the right. rare examples. Right, um, right, right. And which right. means that what when the students the reach that... college. Yeah. Yeah, when the students yeah, was... reach college, that's more work for me to do, right? And, and other professors, like... I like to go into the classroom with an assumption that students are vaguely aware of some issues and some history. And more often than not, I find I'm wrong. Mm. I find that I'm giving K through 12 education too much credit. So, mm. you know, I always test the waters and can back up and provide history that they don't know. Right. But I'm afraid that that more and more I'm going to see students resistant to the whole notion of any education about race because they've been seeing in the news and hearing from parents that this is anti-white. Correct. Correct. And 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 so without an actual foundation of knowledge in any of it, how do we even begin to think critically about it? Right. Yeah. There's absolutely no nuance, no Mm. access to any of this information. How do we then go, hey, you know, uh, we're going to look at this text from, you know, this Mm. black or white author, you know, on that broaches the subject or or attacks the subject of race and have like a critical discussion of it. If I've never heard of the thing. That I'm walking in completely blind into a conversation where I'm supposed to be like critical, like to to you know have critical thought. That's impossible. So yeah, you're you're doing remedial history then. It's tough, man. At the college level, yep. Which is sad. If they just don't um leave like that that like that one student did, mm. just leave your class. Yep. <laughs> it had to cut so, out, man. Yeah, because they're completely yeah, and offended. It, and you're trying to sell the fact that it's worth talking about. Correct. Correct. And that it's not Correct. an aggressive move on the school's part or the teacher's part to introduce history that you may not be aware of. Correct. Correct. Or to ask Correct. you to reconsider history that you know. Correct. And you know, Correct. look at more of the facts surrounding it. Correct. Yeah, It's always 
it's a projection onto these teachers that they all have this agenda, mm-hmm. right? That they want to create this new woke culture and they want to teach right. all kids to feel the same. And it kind of bugs me or it bugs me a lot as a professor because all the time, you know, I'll talk to a family member or even somebody I'm meeting for the first time and they're sure they know all about what I do. Mm. You know, they'll refer to like these leftist professors, these radical professors. And like, number one, like if I meet a plumber, <laughs> I'm not going to be like, man, let me tell you about sinks. Because mm-hmm. I fucking know about sinks. I've heard sinks talked about on the news. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's not even a very accurate picture of it, obviously. Like, uh, you know, even like I talked to my mom a few weeks ago and she was talking about radical professors. And I was like, you remember what I do at work, right? and she was like i don't mean you i mean like the the radical sociology professors i'm like well i mean you may be surprised you know we've got some folks in the sociology programs at schools i work with that are pretty fucking republican and pretty fucking conservative right and you know you come right down to it there are some leftist professors um it's certainly not the default um But if you really look at who's got the power, it's the board of trustees. And they're the ones who denied Nicole Hannah-Jones tenure at University of North Carolina. Right. Um, Right. So, I mean, how much power can you give these leftist professors when you got the board of trustees who can say, no. Just clip them. Yep. Yeah, get them (laughs) out of here, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, my fear, um, like I – previously mm. stated, I think is, um, you know, we're already operating at a deficit for me, mm. um, historical sure. accuracy and just, you know, true worldview telling of, of, of our history. Mm. And so now you add this extra element of either legislation or like you said, just kind of local pressure from um you know uh school districts and jurisdictions where it's just kind of like this is frowned upon you know and you you exactly. know as an educator you know the you know you know the difference of like mm-hmm. it's not that it's like a mandate or a law it's just not a good look if you engage in this you know what i mean and and, and that's sure. happening now they're they're oh, they're, yeah. they're educators who who are going against the grain, introducing some of this stuff into their classrooms now. And, you know, they're facing, you know, whatever, you know, even if it's just, uh, you become kind of like the outcast in the school or, you know, whatever the case may be. So it's a challenge without any legislation or without any precedent for legislation that allows someone else to say, hey, we can't get it passed because maybe we have a democratic um, state legislation. But mm-hmm. in my school, we don't teach that shit. Yep. I mean, if you're a new untenured teacher and your principal or your mentor teacher says to you, like, I'm just looking out for you. Mm-hmm. you know, I saw this in your lesson plan. I'm afraid that a parent might complain and you lose your job. You don't get tenure. So, you know, play by the rules, play it safe. Maybe in seven years you get tenure and then theoretically you can teach whatever you want. But, Mm. you know, seven years go by. If you play by the rules, 
you're going to keep playing by them, honestly. I mean, it's rare that somebody becomes like mega radical after they get tenured, you know? Right. They're sort of part of the system and they keep playing along those rules. Right, right, right. Now, I wanted to bring back up sort of like these um, anti-racist, racial sensitivity, um, implicit Mm -hmm. bias trainings that play, you know, kind of a integral role in what is now this backlash. Um, Because a lot of these trainings, um, we called them silly, I think, Mm -hmm. in the last episode, have become kind of the basis for what I guess these folks believe would be critical race theory being taught in mm-hmm. schools. So, um, you know, like we're going to um, divide the students up in in rank of privilege or. <laughs> Which really happened. This is a real life example. Yeah. Or, you know, uh, just any, any, any of the silly demonstrations mm-hmm. that um, have taken place that could potentially, I guess, be introduced into the classroom and talk about, yeah. I guess, the because we've talked about just kind of corporate America's um, weak at times or weak at best attempt to kind of um, make amends for uh, past wrongdoings or sure um, for their role in, in, in structural racism and how it just becomes kind of like a silly kind of pandering exercise of all show and no substance and you know how the um educators and Mm. you know those who are serious about this work are lumped in with these kind of stupid demonstrations mm-hmm. and you know if this backlash continues you know we're gonna suffer for it you know and and, and i guess i don't know if i have a question or whatever i just i'm just I heard curious a question. yeah i'm just curious <laughs> to your take on kind of like these idiotic trainings where I don't know where they came from. I'm assuming they came from white, white organizations. I don't think some of these organizations. (laughs) Not always, but a lot of the time. I know, I know, I know not always. I do Mm. know that. And that's unfortunate. Well, it's become a, you know, it's become a money grab as well too, right? So now I I add this diversity training leg to my, or to my training um, portfolio and I go in and I do these diversity trainings and that's just, you know, it's another, it's another thing I can bill for. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I mean, so the worst examples of these, like lining students up in an elementary school classroom, according to their level of privilege, these are, are classrooms where the teachers should be much more informed in critical race theory. Right. You know, that kind of demonstration is completely antithetical to critical race theory. Right. But but really, we could leave that whole term aside. I mean, we right because that's not critical, critical race. Theory. That's not critical race theory. That's that's just, not critical. Yeah. Race theory. <laughs> so, like, you've got I don't know an example like that one, a pretty extreme example. Nobody's happy with it. Right. You know, from from 
any side of the spectrum, the most liberal, most conservative, everybody's looking at that and saying, oh my God, what are they doing? But they're saying, what are they doing from a very different mindset and a very different perspective? Right. You know, somebody on the right sees it as a real attack on white students. Like, how dare you bring us up here and humiliate our children and teach them mm-hmm. to be ashamed of being white? And then somebody on the left is saying, my God, like, what What sense does this make? You really need to do some more reading before you try to teach any of this stuff. Mm. Is that someone on the left? I guess depends where on the left they are. Yeah, I guess you're Cause right, Yeah, because I, I, you know, my, I suspect that some of this is, um, <laughs> yeah, maybe I'm giving the left too much credit. Probably, yeah. probably, probably. Speaking yeah, I don't of think the left, though. Nobody's speak- reading, right? That's no, the then that's the, nobody's reading, right? I was going to yeah, segue uh, into, uh, speaking of the left. Do it. Um, by uh, the time... This airs, we would probably um, be close to um, the 4th of July holiday, mm-hmm. but um, we have a new holiday that has been passed into law by yep. our um, President Joseph Biden. Juneteenth. Juneteenth. Juneteenth is now Today. a federal holiday. As we record... Mm. Yes, today. June 19th. Um, yesterday, I believe, was the federal holiday. It was introduced the Thursday. Mm. Didn't give us a lot of time to get the day <laughs> yeah. off, but I guess <laughs> we'll Man, work that out next we year. We couldn't even plan a parade. <laughs> well, I guess that's pretty, That's pretty. Um, I don't know what the word, ironic, poetic, because sure. the actual holiday is based on, right, this population of slaves in Galveston, Texas, I believe. I think so. were informed by Union soldiers that they were freed um, sometime after everyone else got the memo. So I guess Mm. it being passed into law the day before is kind of, I don't know, apropos, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) it's based on a surprise, right? (laughs) (laughs) Surprise, you got a holiday. Yeah, yeah, so I don't know. Did you guys know you were know. freed a couple years ago? Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, know. imagine I that know. that Union Brigade saying like, wait, you nobody told you? No. <laughs> a couple years ago, yeah, you guys, you guys are free. There's no more slavery. Wow. So wow. the first thing I thought, and of course this is just a, a one white professor's perspective, is I Disclaimer. Thought, Disclaimer for sure. The opinion but I thought, of man, one white man. This is going to be an excuse for why they can't make election day a federal holiday. What do you mean mm-hmm. we just gave you Juneteenth? You can't have both. Mm-hmm. We thought you wanted Juneteenth as a holiday. You can't have election day too. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure there's a lot more to it than that, but I'm curious to know what was your response? What was your first thought when you heard about this? Um... So, but, um, (laughs) literally so, but, um, I guess help me understand because I guess by making something a federal holiday, it puts kind of a microscope on it to be celebrated one, but to also be uh, researched and- (laughs) <laughs> for folks to learn more about it. I'm as I'm asking, I'm assuming yeah. that's why you make things federal holidays. 
See, I'm not they're, sure about they're acknowledged. That. Right? The thought is, I guess, if I make the um, second or whatever uh, Monday or third Monday in January, Martin Luther King Day, mm. that folks learn more about Martin Luther King during that time period. But, you know, with all these new regulations against critical race theory, I don't know how the hell you can teach what Juneteenth is. Well, here we go, right? And so yeah. we have one side creating a war against critical race theory. We have another side creating a federal holiday for Juneteenth. Oh. We don't have a police reform bill passed. No. Nope, not at all. It's just tiring, man. It's yeah. just tiring. It's no just police tiring. reform, no reparations, no real economic stimulus. Nothing. Can I read Nothing. a um can I read a tweet? Sure. <laughs> Juneteenth is so lame. Democrats really need to stop trying to repackage segregation. I'll be celebrating July 4th and July 4th only. I'm American. I know this tweet. This is Candace Owens. You got it. You got it. You got it. Our friend. Um, <laughs> now, we talked about July 4th and, 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 and that as well. And um, I can't say Juneteenth is so lame because that's disrespectful. Yeah. And, you know, there were a lot of black folks who pushed for years to make it a holiday. And yes. yes. I don't want to denigrate their work. And like all holidays, the ones that, you know, are deserved and some that maybe not so much, mm -hmm. I'll take the day off. I'm taking all of them. Give sure. me a day off. I say thank you. So there's that. So I don't have no issue with a day off. I don't myself celebrate Juneteenth. I'm also, um, you know, I understand and 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 that I come from my parents are immigrants, so I'm not what would be considered, I guess, a foundational Black American. I cannot trace my lineage to chattel slavery in the United States of America, of America. Mm. My parents are Caribbean, right? So I didn't come up celebrating Juneteenth like many um, Black Americans have. Sure. I also, not a big holiday guy. I don't really celebrate these Babylon holidays, if you've heard me say on IG. Babylon <laughs> holidays, that's right. So, um, it it is what it is. I'm a meat and potatoes guy. Mm. You know, get I want to get down to the bottom of what we got to get down to in terms of like you know just our society, our our um, judicial system, our laws, our economics. Like we've got to, you know, we always end this episode or generally in this episode peace love and black power you know and i just don't see these things 
yielding any power for us as a collective. It's almost just just a ceremonial nod, right? It's always a ceremonial nod when it comes to us, you know what I mean? And um, respect to every other group, whether it's the LGBTQ plus group, whether it's the um, Asian Americans who got a bill passed specifically for them, one of the first bills that was passed in the Biden administration, I don't begrudge any of that. I salute everyone getting specific language in law pertaining to them and their plight. But we don't get it ever. And that's the problem. We get ceremonial shit like a federal holiday for when we were, when the last slaves knew they were free. Damn. Yeah. And I just, you know, (sighs) it's just a lot going on, bro. I mean, these cities, man, um, you know, where I'm from, Brooklyn, um, Philadelphia, Chicago, um, you know, Detroit, Memphis, uh, Atlanta, you know, the gun violence is insane right now. And, you know, the, the, you know, the economic situation, just, you know, our, 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 our fight against the, um, state-sanctioned killings of unarmed individuals. Like, there's so much going on. I I just, you know, we talked about, I think, uh, in one of our early episodes about celebrating. You know, and is there room to celebrate? Uh, You know, my people are celebratory people. You know, we like a good time. And I dig it. I like a good time, too. But um, they can't keep, well, I guess they can because they are. I was going to say they can't keep pushing this stuff in our face <laughs> and we and we just keep accepting it as like, you know, uh, I can't even call this a Band-Aid on a bullet wound. I don't know what no. this is. This is like tissue on a bullet wound. <laughs> it's like too little, too late. Well, that part. That part. I just... You know, I I just don't get in. So I read that Candace um, Owens quote in jest because I don't, you know, agree with much of anything she says. But, you know, um, yeah, this, you know, we, 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 we put these folks in office and, you know, they tell us that they got us and then they give us a federal holiday. Yeah. Meanwhile, nationwide, states are restricting voting access, banning critical race theory in schools. It's just what you said. How do we even learn about the holiday if we can't talk about slavery? Sure. Or do we call this thing, um, you know, do we we introduce that, like, you know, uh, I think one school system referred to them as immigrants, um, indentured mm. servitude. Uh, you know, sure. do we do we make those? Do we you know create those terms now to describe what this is? 
Yeah. It, it's going to get sanitized the same as really Martin Luther King Day has over of the years, Of course right? it will. Oh, I can't wait till the Juneteenth furniture sale next year. Yeah. The mattress <laughs> warehouse is going to have a Juneteenth I event. I can't wait to get a car on discount. Maybe that's why they announced it by surprise this year. They were like, just give it a year and then plan the sales. Yeah. 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 So I'm, you had asked earlier, like, what is the step forward? What's the step toward a solution? It's obviously not Juneteenth, although, you know, I'm sure to the people who pushed for this date to be recognized, it does feel like a minor victory, at least. Yeah. Progress is what they yeah. would say. Progress. Progress. I mean, right? there's, 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 and we talked about that in the last episode when you talked about the, um, the, uh, father in um one of those uh city town hall meetings yeah um you know kind of pushing back against critical race theory and just you know this concept um you know Candace Owens says here I'm American with a flag that's how she ends her tweet right mm. I'm celebrating July 4th and July 4th only N- problematic because in July 4th 1776 probably wouldn't have been free no so there's that right yeah but you know we're american now and so i think critical race theory and those of us who you know want the best for this country really and truly right me included but we recognize that we can no longer continue without addressing what has occurred. So if I am an American and you want me to acknowledge and even celebrate July 4th, 1776, and without any conversation, any context around what my ancestors were enduring, during that period, uh-huh. then that's not American, right? Like that, like we can't pretend to be that country and then say, hey man, we're not we're not gonna address that. Yeah. And if so we're not no- gonna address that, then I can't participate. And the notion of even like pitting Juneteenth against the fourth of July, right? Is it's yeah, just antagonistic that's, unnecessarily. That's what she does. Yeah, she's, she's a provocateur. Yeah, yeah, I mean, there's the yeah, Frederick Douglass speech, what to the slave is the 4th of July, that would answer back in the 1850s about everything yes. she would have suggested in that tweet. Yes. Yes. But, and so... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, we're back to the notion of colorblindness, right? If everybody would just shut up about race, it would go away. I mean, we tried this in the early 90s, and I mean, it obviously worked so well. I mean, I haven't noticed any racism out there. Um, Yeah. You know, I haven't noticed race being a consideration in anybody's identity since the early 90s. So you just pretend it's not a problem and shut up about it. Maybe it'll go away. And we can you all remember, just be Americans. You remember um, 
we're the same age, so you used to watch um, Adam West Batman on TV too when you were a kid. Definitely. Right? And remember, like, he would do, right? Yeah, he would do, like, all of this stuff, or he would, like, get his identity um, exposed because he was, like, courting some, yeah. he, some, some hot <laughs> young lady or something, right? And then he would do this thing where he, like, kind of flashed, and then get, it was that Batman? He's, like, flash, and people, like, forgot. Oh, yeah, he blindfolded them on the way to the Batcave. Yeah, everything. yeah, yeah, stuff like that, right? It's like we it's like we landed in 2021 and they want to put like those that flasher on everyone so that just we forget everything that's ever occurred. And so we all start from where we started at in 2021. Mm-hmm. And so whatever your plight is, if you're in the bowels of the quote unquote ghetto, right? Mm. Or rural America. And you're just in the worst space of poverty that this country can offer. Mm. That is your fault and your people's fault. That's or at what the very least, it's certainly nobody else's fault. It's no one else's fault, Right. It's a psychological, it's a behavioral, it's a, it's just, it's not the society's fault. It's definitely not the government's fault. Mm. And if you are on the opposite end of that, well, that's just attributed to your pedigree, to your mm. hard work, to your, you know, and nothing has occurred to create any of those either scenario like it's just completely based on the individual and the individual's hand in life and their people and how hard they overcame whatever diversity mm-hmm. they faced and that's just not right and when you extend that no. then to our first nation people like when you when you say <laughs> when you say that to uh you know, folks on the reservation. Sure, man. You should have been more resistant to smallpox. That's on you. <laughs> you know, it it becomes just and so to say like we cannot speak of this on the one end. We got one end saying we cannot speak of it. We got another end saying we're gonna celebrate, we're gonna celebrate it. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna point it out. We're not going to do anything about it, but we're going to let you be proud. You can take pride and by the pride, we've made progress, right? Um, yeah. I'm, yeah. But you know, it, I'm the guy who doesn't like, I, the, and I think I've told you this before. I hate the first black stuff like the first black to ever win the war for the, I hate that stuff. Yeah, there's the first black and then there's the best black, right? <laughs> there's like the model African American, right? Right. We, right. we just talked about Ben Carson for example in the last episode. Yeah, right. you, you hate the first black man ever to. Yeah. 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 So we were playing in the Negro Leagues. Yeah. We're amazing. Mm-hmm. 
Jackie Robinson, by all accounts, wasn't the best player in the Negro Leagues. Sure. Yeah, Jack Gibson, you had bro, Satchel Page. Yeah. He becomes the first black man to play in the major leagues. What does that mean exactly? Exactly what does that mean? No disrespect to Jackie Robinson. He's a hero. But what does that mean if we were already playing baseball? Like, what, why are we celebrating the first acknowledgement from white people? That confuses me. Mm-hmm. So it's described as breaking a barrier, right? He broke the race barrier. So, like, to me, I look at that and I, I look at that psychologically, right? Psychologically, mm-hmm. then, we're not valid until... We are accepted, received, acknowledged, rewarded by white folks. That's what that means. Wasn't that kind of the notion of the talented 10th? Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, right. And even getting into the whole, you know, the whole consciousness thing, like, you know, we're, you know, like we're operating in two different worlds and, you know, but our world isn't valid. It's Mm. not valid until it's seen by the other world. Exactly. Cause Jackie Robinson was the same athlete. Sure. Before he got into the mission. <laughs> it's <laughs> more about the spectators. Right. And yeah, I always thought that metaphor of breaking the barrier, breaking the race barrier was interesting too. Is it, it's like he, there was this wall set up and he was the first guy who just put his head down and busted through it. Right. And that right. doesn't quite fit with the actual story. No. Right, you know, Run DMC, you know, first black group to get consistent MTV airplay. Right. Michael Jackson being the Michael first being artist. The first solo artist, yeah. And, and so he wasn't Michael Jackson the entire time. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, so it's more about who's watching rather than who's playing. Whether you got music or sports in that case, right? Right. And we and so then you know and I, right we talked before about who's the audience who exactly is this being done for yeah and you know go to comedy you got Red Fox playing like Chitlin Circuit clubs uh, right. to mostly black audiences Red Fox and Dick Gregory right um, and then they're celebrated for breaking through like Bill Cosby really broke through in comedy right. Right. Um, I mean, Dick Gregory did it first, I guess, playing at the Playboy Club and things like right. that. But uh, Bill right. Cosby really nailed it. I mean, he was on primetime TV. Right. Early mm-hmm. in his right. career. Right? Right. So, yeah, do you think this is another one of those things where, you know, Juneteenth being celebrated, it's, it's the same Juneteenth that was last week, but now – it was signed off by a white president and and white folks are forced to skip work that day too. Is that another part of the same pattern? I, I guess. I mean, what's the pressure? So we're putting pressure on a sitting president to do something specifically for black people. Yeah. And what we get, is a federal holiday that was already a holiday, but now it's a federal holiday. 
what does that mean? Like, what what does that mean? Right? Yeah. But I want to get into something else because you said something that's super interesting. And it ties into all of this. So we're talking about art and entertainment, which is where most of our, like, acceptance stuff going but then you can get into like the first phd the first person to graduate from harvard the first person to get a, sure. the first black you know what i mean like it, we can it runs the gamut right so we talked about the school system just going back to the critical race theory stuff and the juneteenth stuff and all of this stuff right and i'm thinking like wow like you know i'm thinking of like um karis one uh, you must learn, right? Like mm-hmm. Eli Whitney, Holly Selassie, um, Granville Woods made the walkie-talkie, Lewis Latimer improved on Edison, Charles Drew did a lot for medicine. That's probably the first time I heard most of those names as like- Absolutely know, for eight, me. Yeah, an eight-year-old or something, right? Yeah. Um, there was a supplemental education that I received through- late 80s, early 90s, hip-hop, that allowed me to, uh, well, no, it was just that. It just, I learned through the music, even what I was not learning in school. You, oh, you talk okay. about being able to, 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 you know, dive deeper into these things, hearing about these books, hearing about these authors. Sure. Through the music. So it becomes like this shadow education system when, and many rappers that I listened to back then would introduce these verses by saying, you know, this is the stuff they don't teach you in school. Correct. 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 That's also, if we're talking about, you know, true history, Mm. that's also how we learned. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right. Yeah, there were laws back then too. Well, right. Well, I mean, even before then, I'm talking about even going back to West Africa and hmm. oral tradition. Yeah. And, you know, we and griots and how we taught each other through spoken word. And so when some of the Europeans um uh, came upon these tribes, they said they have no written language. Hmm. Primitive. Yeah. You know, but maybe there was an 80-year-old guy somewhere who was a musician who, who taught another guy who was a musician who knew the entire oral history of their tribe. Sure. So part of how we learn is through the music, is through the art. You know, even going back to ancient Egypt and, and, and the hieroglyph. You know, these we showed signs, symbols, and you know, graffiti. Like we learned through these different, you know, just all these different means and ways. We're kind of devoid of that in this time. Hmm, okay. There is none of that going on. So, I, you know, going back to what we talked about in terms of like, if this becomes a thing, yeah, and on the Backside of that, we have murder, murder, kill, kill, pop, pills, Mm -hmm. fuck a bitch, kill a bitch, kill a nigga, 
that's like we're just getting inundated with that as opposed to you know what i just said or or, or you know u-n-i-t-y or and i'm not gonna have an old man yeah. like back in the day hip-hop conversation but some of it's still there you gotta dig you for gotta it, dig 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 for it yeah. but our when you talk about firsts and what's celebrated, right? If you get super deep and we talk about Halle Berry winning for Monsters Ball or Denzel winning for being a dirty cop and you know what I mean? Like what's celebrated as you know, even those are the first you well know, um Halle was the first best actress and I think uh yeah, I think they were both first. Right? I don't think Sidney Poitier had won because like I think Hattie McDaniel was best supporting. Supporting, actress, right. right. And I think, I believe Sidney Poitier was a supporting too, I believe. I think you But yeah, right. Hattie McDaniel was definitely supporting. I believe yeah. that year was Denzel and Hallie won whatever. And that was a big deal. Uh-huh. But we talked about what, you know, like how we're viewed as a people and what's comfortable in terms of like, mass media consumption of us as a people the images that become like that's comfortable like i'm cool with that person being popular i'm cool with that person being the head or the main guy or the leader or the whatever it is not so comfortable with this other guy and there's always a story behind who got to be the first Right, yeah. going all the way back to uh, Ruby Bridges, right, and back to, of course, Jackie Robinson. Jackie Robinson, and why he was chosen. Mm-hmm. Exactly, <laughs> why he was chosen. You know, some folks, you know, make the same argument about um, Barack Obama. Sure, you know, it was the, just this concept of the perfect. Mm-hmm. You know. Perfect Negro. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, it's all, none of it can be separated, bro. It's like an onion. It just, it just unfolds and unfolds and unfolds and unfolds. And, um, you know, it's honestly, it's tough. I was talking to a friend the other day and it's like, it's tough to see it for what it is. Knowing that you're in a minority knowing that in some spaces you're called crazy, radical, hotep. <laughs> Ooh, okay. You're doing too much. You're actually insulted for seeing things the way you see them. But it's clear as day. It's clear as day for me. So I don't know, bro. It's tough because, you know, despite all that, and I completely agree with you on everything you said, like, it's hard for me to say it would have been better to not make it a federal holiday. I hear you. It's a start. One, one would say, right. Start, start where, but the way it's announced is kind of like the whole process in itself, right? It's, it's one and done. It wasn't introduced as the first step toward anything else. Nope. And that was a missed opportunity, to say the least. No, nah, wasn't missed. Uh, what would you call it? 
they didn't, it wasn't, it wasn't deemed necessary. There is no reason to do anything else. We'll just do this. And now you don't get election day. (laughs) I still think, man. We're not getting election day. (laughs) No, I think this will be used to justify it. We're not getting, I could see that. We're not getting, they'll be like, a, there's only 32 yeah. holidays allowed per year, you know, That's whatever. So you just got you Yeah, 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 yeah. And we got to have yeah. Arbor Day. Yeah. And so think about that. Think about that, mm-hmm. right? From a strategic standpoint, we have all of these states trying to enact basically anti-voting laws. Mm-hmm. We have a simple solution of, hey, the day we all go vote, give us the day off. Sure. Right? What would help the folks, most of them, poverty or, you know, poor by economic standards and people of color and older people, right? These, oh. this is, these are the laws. The laws are trying to take these folks out. Of the voting process. Of course. Felons, whatever you want to say, right? The ID law, all of that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. What would help them more? Election Day holiday, Juneteenth. Yep. Unless they move Election Day to Juneteenth. Well, hey. <laughs> hey, that's a compromise. Move it up, right? Move it up. Move it up. Make it, you know, me make make it um what we consider to be Columbus Day right now. Give it to yeah. us on that day. Oh man, people would be flipping out in South Philly. <laughs> they were well, hanging I mean, around that know. Columbus statue with bats around that time last year. Hey, hey, listen, Bill Cosby's in jail. <laughs> Everyone's heroes need to be examined. <laughs> you That's get your true. heroes re-examined too. Yeah, even if they're you know five hundred, six hundred years old, I don't. It doesn't matter. Hey, fair enough. Critical race theory. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're gonna get our podcast. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't think we provided a solution necessarily. I don't have one. I don't have one, bro. I was going to say yeah, the same man. thing. I don't know what this means for our education system. Um, I, we've spoke about before. Um, parents, I, uh, man, I would, I would encourage you to um, get very hands-on with your mm-hmm. uh child children's education um if you have means um please find someone to reach out to or so or you know what i mean um if you don't have means i mean find you know meaning like it's not like you're not professor mickey hess who has you know a just library in his head of books and authors that he can offer to Coco, who is getting huge, by the way. She's like she five taller two, than you man. yet, bro. <laughs> Not quite, but she's she's five getting two. there. I she's on her, her way. I saw it the other day. I was like, who, "Who is that person?" Yeah, she got the quarantine growth spurt. She did. Yeah, Voss got one too. Sure. He yeah, he's getting like, tall. 
he went from like seven and a half shoe size to like 10 in the two wow, years. Crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. So who knew staying in the house would make you taller? Yeah. <laughs> I would have stayed in the house as a kid. Yeah. <laughs> Same here. So well, laying in bed on a computer or a phone <laughs> makes you taller. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I would um I would encourage um mm. please find um find alternative um and supplemental ways to educate your uh children. Um, if you have the privilege and benefit of going to a, a, a great school, I mean, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm moving <laughs> That's right. to a whole different part of the country in hopes that, you know what I mean, we could uh, advance the opportunity of education uh, for ours. And so, hey, that's a sacrifice that has to be made. Yeah, you guys based um, the whole move around his schooling, right? 100%. That's 100%, awesome. 100%. That's great. And he started seventh grade. The irony that he went to MLK Middle wow. School. <laughs> and we, yeah. had to get him, we had to get him out of there. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like yeah. they always say when you uh, – if schools don't teach sex education, kids are going to learn it on the playground or from their friends. Mm. I mean, if there's no race education allowed in schools, they could get it from KRS-One or they could get it from Candace Owens. So right. you've got to play a role. Um, right. And, you know, ask what they're talking about in school. If you got to wait till February to broach the subject, wait till February. But, uh, Hopefully, your kids in a school where they they talk about race more than just one month a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can only hope. We can only hope. And I mean, you know, then there's, you know, we there's alternative ways to educate your child, and if you're willing to go there, then um, there's resources, sure, and, uh, information in that. Re- so, um, but it's important. It's important um, for all of our children. It's not just, you know, my primary um, concern is, you know, always going to be for um, black and brown folks because, you know, the, the, the education system that exists today is already disproportionately, you know, not to their advantage (laughs) in terms of learning who they are. Mm -hmm. Um, And they're fighting against that. That's the scary thing. They're fighting against what's pretty much like here now, right? It's like, no, less race talk. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And don't introduce anything new. Don't introduce anything that you may have learned about this that you would want to bring into class. Do not discuss um, the current events of the country as they would relate to race when everything happening right now is related to race. Absolutely. <sighs> Scary times, man. Yeah, I mean, it, it's no coincidence when this came about. Yeah. 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 Well, I don't and think we're going to solve it today. And that it and that and that guy, the guy that we mentioned in the last um, 
episode that you didn't mention his name, so I mm. won't either. Yeah. He's he's doing quite well for himself yeah, now. Look at that. Right? He he I'm like, wow, this I gotta salute him. I really do. Damn. This is quite a hustle. I mean, America respects hustlers. These guys always have always senior, loved an outlaw. Senior fellow at the Manhattan Institute now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, still not gonna say his name. So because he's I getting mean, enough press. It's so like, oh, this the word whimsical, like it's just so like low. <sighs> How are these people running our country? Yeah. They're not bright, man. No, man. <laughs> and a lot of them, honestly, are way brighter than they pretend to be. You know, <laughs> I guess. And they're still not all that bright. I guess. I mean, because this guy's like a hero now. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, I mean, I guess when you when you bet on ignorance and bias, yeah. and you're willing to traffic in it, you yeah. know who you're playing to, right? You know yeah. they want to come hear the hit song. They don't want to hear the new stuff. They want to hear the hits. Wow. Wow. They bring this guy in. I don't know anything about what he's talking about, but I saw him on Tucker Carlson and I'm fascinated. It sounds awesome. Yeah. Let's bring him in. (laughs) Yeah. He's got a new name for this thing we hate. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Well, at least you got us, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that, that's sad if we're the last hope. But uh, yeah. I, I think there are some other good folks out there. Plenty. Yeah. Plenty. Plenty. And we will link to a few of those so that you can read some more from Michael Harriet and some of these other folks we mentioned. And, yeah, I mean, read, please. Yeah, and I hope everyone had a safe Juneteenth. Yeah. Happy Juneteenth. Happy Juneteenth. Happy 4th of July. Hey, you're sure. This then too. Hey. And happy 4th of July. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this was a guest in the house podcast. Yep. Signing off. Peace, love, and black power. See you next time. You got it.